You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast. A Memory of Robin, an audio drama based on the short story by David Green. as you love it. Pay back that love with your labor and your sweat. Now, it's time to take your daily preservation packs and get out there, citizens. Work hard. Your nation deserves it. This was it. This time, there would be no changing her mind, no backing out like she'd done countless times before. No one would miss her. People didn't feel that way now. Playback selected. Source file. Robin Audio Diary Extract 184. We drift through life. I'm like a ghost, haunted by the memory of who I was. Reality is an iron lung. We're mechanically going through the motions because they expect it. It is our purpose to survive, even though our spirits had long since given up. I'm sitting on the bed in my single-room apartment, accommodation identical to the other thousand in the high-rise, each occupier leading the same meaningless existence. I'm a little different, though. I've stopped using the government-issued Life Satisfaction Packs, mandatory for every citizen since the reform in 2038. A rebellious inkling festered in my mind had compelled me to see what living was like without it. I wished I never had. Ignorance really was bliss. I've seen what the world has become, what the drones are blind to. I'm not made of steel like the machines we all operate in the manufacturing sectors. I'm not made of stone like the statues of our leaders growing like weird saplings in all our squares and open spaces. My mother, her name was Robin. I hardly remember her, a vague memory A scent, a trick of light through curtains, her voice drifting and gentle, the softness of her body holding me, memories or constructs concocted in the lab of my own mind, subsequently to ameliorate the pain, to brush away the absence.
playback selected. Source file. Robin Audio Diary Extract 188. I look at my gun. Government issued. Everyone has them. They fool people into a sense of empowerment, but... No one outside of the armed patrols has used a firearm in nearly 25 years. The life satisfaction packs are effective. I jam the muzzle into my mouth and screw my eyes shut. Just a brief moment of pressure on the trigger, that's all it needs, and I'll be free. <laughs> I laugh grimly to myself. That must have been the hundredth time I've said that. This is as far as I've ever gotten. My self-loathing spikes at the thought deep down. I'm clinging to this pitiful continuation. Not this time. A tear rolls down my cheek as I think one last time about the journey I had. The happiness with my wife, Lauren. Our beautiful children. Who knew what had become of them? People like me aren't allowed companionship these days. I apply gentle pressure to the trigger and the gun roars through life. A moment. A breath. A heartbeat. Bright, bright white light. A bridal veil. Playback complete. Life Satisfaction Pack. Friday, July 8th. Another day to work towards our collective goal, citizens. Thank me. Think, what have I to give? Today, I choose to give my body to the cause of the nation's greatness. I give my strength and my stamina and my agility. Your nation gives you so much. Choose to offer something back. Now, take your daily preservation pack and head to work, citizens. I open my eyes with a jolt. A dream. Just another dream. I feel a flickering sense of disappointment. I've been having these dreams since I started dissolving the satisfaction packs. Apartments are routinely inspected with significant detail afforded to the consumption of the government's happy pills. She stopped taking the pills. She stopped taking the fucking pills. The spin from above was that the packs were a cure for the depression epidemic of 2030 and beyond. The post-COVID realization that life could never be the same again. Tabloids and social media platforms of the day convinced the masses that they too were included in the sweeping melancholy. Recently, the packs were positioned as a bomb to ward off the effects of any secret chemical attacks launched by the plethora of terrorist groups that supposedly infected the globe. I know them for what they really are. Another method of control. Like the government-issued guns. Or those times they gave the latest versions of the iPhones to citizens every year, from their first birthdays till the day they died. Shiny toys to placate and hypnotize the stupefied masses. Playback complete. The phones were pre-programmed with state-approved apps and YouTube channels. Propaganda, mind control, 
all the tricks the government used to convince us we didn't even know our own bodies, that we were somehow living robots of the state. Meat puppets, they called us when we weren't listening. And to an extent, it was true. The pills knocked out many of the critical faculties of our brains. If you were susceptible, took your pills, believed the hype, loved your new phone, played the game, and stepped in line, you were pretty much turning yourself into a productive android. Neat trick for the government to pull off. But I'm not a piece of meat. I'm not a puppet. I'm not a piece of meat. I'm not a puppet. I'm not a piece of meat. I'm not a puppet. Life Satisfaction Pack, Tuesday, July 12th. Today, citizens, think about how you can contribute to the wealth and prosperity of your nation. I know that my body is just a machine, a brilliant machine of flesh and blood, not of metal like the ones we operate in our factories, but still, a machine that can be used by our nation to further its ambitions. What are my aching muscles? my tired arms and legs compared to the glory of our nation. As you take your preservation pack today, think of your nation and say, I offer my body to your service and your glory. Use me as you will. Use me as you will. Use me as you will. They called her the voice of the nation. No one knew her real name. A beautiful, seductive voice coming through the airways. Impossible to escape. She took over every TV channel, every radio station. Soon, the smart speakers in your home began to switch themselves on automatically each morning, and there she was. Her voice was like honey. Honey used to disguise the bitter poison of her messages. But people loved her, literally fell in love with her, men and women. It was like that syndrome, what's it called? The one where you fall in love with your captors, your oppressors? It was like state-sponsored Stockholm Syndrome. assigned a career at age 16. Unemployment is a thing of the past. They design every aspect of life to keep normal people blunted and docile. Livestock to ensure the fat cats got fatter and a phony peace reigned. My job for the last 25 years has been to ensure that the formula that controlled citizens' monthly pay rises went hand in hand with the amount of tax paid to the government. A better salary, no extra pay. There are another 50 people who do the same job on the gray office floor I work on. Before the reform, I'd been a philosophy teacher. That job no longer exists. Playback complete.
Of course not. Philosophy is all about thought and analysis and logic and argument and debate and the advancement of new and different options. Of course, they wouldn't sanction that. But if that has been your world and your way of living, how do you return to the sort of uncritical, unquestioning life they want you to lead? How do you even fucking do that? Satisfaction Pack, Tuesday, August 1st. Today we celebrate our health and our nation and the role we play in keeping ourselves strong in order to keep our nation strong. Treat your bodies with respect and honor as I honor and respect my own body. As you take your preservation pack today, feel its power like golden sunlight flowing through your veins. Feel your skin glowing with the power they give you and the energy they offer like lightning through your arms and legs. How do you swallow the rhetoric and the bowl when you've been a philosopher? How do you become subservient to the one-track minds and fall in with the sheep when you're the smartest person in every room and when you've stopped taking the pills that could have helped you forget that? I just want to sleep. I I just just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. I just want... I just want to sleep. Tonight will be the night, though I say that every time after one of those dreams. My life, if you could call it that, is an insult to the family I once had. My youngest girl would be 31 now. I try not to think of them too often. Sheep-like appearances have to remain. Depression is eradicated after all, and us drones are supposed to be content with our lot. Sometimes I dream of them. How it used to be. I wake up from the pleasant dream and cry until my body feels drained of moisture. Desperate to live in the life my brain won't let go. I remember the day I met Lauren. The news of my love's pregnancy. The birth of our children. Other times I'm glad to wake, especially when the dream shows me that my babies are part of the control. I make the nightmares worse knowing that this is most likely the case. My children grew up in this world indoctrinated at the state schools from an early age. They wouldn't need the satisfaction packs. They would be genuine believers. Playback complete. Indoctrinated, maybe. But not without thoughts. Not without awareness and the ability to think critically. I'm the daughter of a philosopher. Am I meat? I am a puppet. Am I a puppet? Can I be used? I am just a robot. My body is a tool of the state. My body is a tool of the state. My body is my own. No, I am just a piece of meat. Am I meat? Am I meat? I am a puppet. I am a puppet. Am I a puppet? Am I a puppet? Can I be Can used? Can I be used? 
I am just a robot. Just a robot. My body is my a tool of the state. state. My body is a tool of the state. state. My body is my home. My home. I am just a piece of me. 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 Playback selected. Source file. Robin Audio Diary Extract 197. Here at midnight, it is the answer. Here at midnight, it is the answer? Here at midnight, it is the answer? I go about my day, clocking out of my apartment the same time I do every morning, arriving at my office cubicle the same time I had the day before and the days before that. I robotically check each cell of my Excel sheet and wonder if there had been any resistance to the reform in the beginning. My memories of that time are hazy, like a half-remembered fever dream. The press had championed the referendum result as a guarantee of society's continued survival and evolution. The journalists and politicians with dissenting voices had all retired died or mysteriously reconsidered in the frantic six months leading up to the vote. A result that expected to keep things the way we had them ended up as a landslide victory for the reformers. We did this to ourselves, created our perfect bubble. The thought repeats in my head like it's become my mantra. Still, I like to think those young minds I encountered in her classes hadn't kept quiet, had refused to be cowed, if only for a moment. Any such voices were silent now. No matter what we do, no matter what we do. I sit on my bed, in my identical room, in my identikit apartment, and look at my government-issued gun. Tonight will be the night. This is it. This time. There is no going back. No changing my mind. No backing out like I've done countless times before. I have dreamt of this moment night after night. So vivid. So real. I've felt like I've lived it. A tear rolls down my cheek as I think one last time of the journey I've had. The happiness with Lauren. Our beautiful children. I apply gentle pressure to the trigger, just like I did in my sleeping mind. Only tonight, it's not a dream. And you know how my story ends. <gasps> Playback complete. And so she did it. You'd think I'd be heartbroken, wouldn't you? A daughter losing a parent and seeing the exact moment of the self-inflicted end? I ought to be sad, right? What do you think, listener? Sad? Or proud. Sad or proud. Sad or proud.
Life Satisfaction Pack, Wednesday, August 8th. The state issues your weapons to keep order, to deter crimes, and to ensure that attempts to commit criminal acts by others can be punished swiftly and immediately. Your weapon is not to be used against yourself. If I am so unhappy as to have thoughts of destroying myself, I must seek help from a medical practitioner so that the dosage of my daily life satisfaction medications can be increased. If I choose to destroy myself, citizens, I am depriving the state of my body and the services it can offer and this cannot be tolerated. Deviants you suspect of harboring these thoughts must be reported in order that corrective action can be taken. Please now take your preservation pack. Playback complete. In A Memory of Robin, Jackie Jorgensen played Robin, Abby Hilden was Jim, and Kelly Winkler was the voice of the nation. Sound design, music, soundscapes, and editing were by Chris Gregory, with sound effects from freesound.org. A Memory of Robin was written by David Green, with additional elements by Chris Gregory. It is based on the short story of the same name. If you'd like to find out more about David Green, please visit his website, davidgreenwriter.com.wordpress.com, and follow him on Twitter where he tweets as at davidpgreen83. If you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please let us know on Twitter or Instagram, where we post as at storiesalt and at stories.alt, respectively. We would also be grateful for ratings and reviews of our show, preferably on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to hear our future content as soon as it is released and get full access to all our older editions. In the next few weeks, we have new audio drama, poetry, and fiction, plus a special edition about sound design and music to add to our series of recent podcasts about audio drama creation. Thank you for listening to Alternative Stories and Fake Realities. The presenter in today's podcast has been me, Kelly Winkler. (laughs) 